Welcome to The Verb with Heather Hallman, where each week she explores a different life-changing verb in the Bible to connect you with Jesus and a new way to live each day. With your host, Dr. Heather Hallman. Welcome back to The Verb. I am your host, Heather Holloman, and this is a special week because I'm talking about what it means to give thanks and that verb of what it means to offer your thanks to the Lord. I love a passage that I'm going to read to you, and it's in 1 Thessalonians 5, and it's one of the first passages that I ever delivered as a devotion to a large group of people. It was during um, one summer when I was working at Camp Greystone, I was doing a little morning assembly devotion. And I remember standing up there and really thinking that it was a life-changing moment for me because of what this passage of scripture uh, meant to me at the time and what it would mean to me. And it's 1 Thessalonians 5, and it's verse um, 16, 17, and 18. And it says this, Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I just love that passage. Be joyful always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Now at the time, I was someone really struggling with negativity, complaining. You know, I was I was moving into that culture of kind of cynicism and sarcasm. And I was working at Camp Greystone. And one thing I was learning at that camp was just the power of j- being a joyful person, being a person that prays continually and gives thanks in all circumstances. And it was a life-changing summer for me because someone there, um, a woman named Bev Cannon, really challenged me that you can actually give thanks in all circumstances and what it means to practice praising God, especially if you're in a circumstance that is painful, disappointing. You're not thanking God you know, for a hardship. You're thanking him in the hardship, and you're thanking him because of his sovereignty to allow that thing. You're thanking him for his sovereignty to protect you and the unseen things that he is doing in the midst of that hardship. And I thought, this is impossible. How do people do this? And I I was thinking about what you know gratitude and thankfulness releases in me when I choose to believe that like Hannah Whittle Smith says, that there is nothing in our lives that doesn't contain a hidden blessing from God. Now, I tell you this because that began my journey of gratitude beginning in Camp Greystone back in the 90s. And then in March of 2010, so almost 10 years ago, I started a daily blog called Live With Flair that began as a gratitude blog because I was continually battling more and more depression, more and more kind of despairing thoughts. I I was, my default state was always moving towards negativity. And I thought, you know what? There is a clear command in scripture here. Rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for me. This is God's plan for me. 
Now, at the time, I also remember there were just some curious things I was reading in the Psalms about what it means to offer a sacrifice of praise or, you know, a thank offering to the Lord. And I thought, Maybe the reason why it's called a sacrifice or an offering is because it's not easy. It costs you something to choose to thank God for circumstances that you may find negative and painful. You know, I'm um, continually amazed at the women in my life who even in terrible circumstances are able to find joy. They're able to find reasons to rejoice. They're able to look at how God is at work and sort of begin to count their blessings. So um, as I journeyed through this decade of gratitude with the Lord, I also was part of a community, an online community, where every day we would choose five things that we were thankful for. And that was a really powerful time too, because it began to change my brain. And at the time, the neuroscience was coming out about the power of gratitude and how it literally rewires your brain. And as someone who loves neuroscience, um, the research was indisputable that a thankful heart helps your brain. It it builds this positivity. It builds this joy inside of you. And I, I really just began to be so thankful for this practice of, God, I thank you for this. I thank you for this. And what I did over the years through my Live With Flair blog is I even began to look for the circumstances in my life that were challenging and be able to say to God, okay, how can I thank you in this? How can I rejoice in this? It's your will for me to give thanks in this circumstance. And so I just, it it almost became a gratitude challenge, meaning God. Like, for example, I have many times been in a situation where I'm like, God, there is no way I can thank you for this. You know, I think of lying in my bed, writhing in pain from a kidney stone and thinking, God, I cannot thank you in this circumstance. But then I was like, you know what, Lord, I can think of a hundred things to thank you uh, thank you for in this situation. And I began with good medical care. I began with the fact that I even had a bed to lay in. I, I just went through the list of, you know, thank you for neighbors that are bringing over meals or thank you for that, you know, all the things you can thank God for. Um, and it really changes everything because you begin to just thank God most of all for his presence. You begin to look at how he is providing for you. You begin to look at his supernatural uh, ordaining of circumstances, and it changes everything. So the challenge with this podcast today is that you would become a person, that you would become a person that really knew how to turn a negative and a bad situation into something beautiful. So think about what you're tempted to complain about. What is the thing that is hard in your life right now? And just say to the Lord, Lord, thank you. You allowed this thing. I don't know why. I want to thank you for your presence and provision. I want to thank you that my soul is always in the guarded fortress of your care. You know, just start making your list. See if you can do five things today. See if you could maybe move on and do a hundred You know, the holidays are a hard time for so many people because you always sit at the table and you think, you know, how can things be different? Maybe you're thinking about who's not at the table with you. Maybe you're, you just had a terrible year, but I want to pray that God really gives you that spirit of 
gratitude, where you can rejoice always, pray continually, give thanks in all circumstances. And someone told me once, God never gives a command that he also doesn't give you the ability to obey that command. So it's really by the power of the Holy Spirit where you just say, Lord, you've said it's God's will for me to be a thankful person who rejoices and prays continually. Could you, by the power of the Holy Spirit, make me a person who becomes thankful like this? And it's funny because the very next verse, verse 19, Paul writes, do not quench the Spirit. And in other words, it's a great way to think, you know, this is what the Holy Spirit is doing. He he is a rejoicing presence. He's a part of the Trinity that is drawing our attention to the goodness of God. And so it's beautiful. And, you know, Paul ends with a beautiful prayer for us, which I'll say over you. He says, may the God, may God himself, the God of peace, sanctify you through and through. May your whole spirit, soul, and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The one who calls you is faithful and he will do it. I love First Thessalonians. If you need a passage of scripture to study over the Thanksgiving break, I highly recommend First Thessalonians 5. And the verb to remember is give thanks. Thank you for listening to The Verb with Heather Holloman. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And remember, new episodes every Friday.